so for today, uh, that's why I titled my sermon, Turning Fear into Faith, and it is really a summary uh, and truly a recollection of what has happened in the year 2020. So uh, before I begin my sermon, let's have a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that despite whatever has happened in the year 2020, Lord, I pray, Lord, that truly as you have deposited to me uh, this sermon, even to preach, that we should turn our fears into faith, Lord. I pray, Lord, that truly, Holy Spirit, may you come and anoint my lips, that even the message that I preach this evening and tomorrow morning, Lord, will truly speak even to each one of us, Lord, that for those who are fearful, I pray, Lord, that faith will arise, that truly, Lord, faith will arise in them, that fear will dissipate, and truly they will know that you are a God who will never fail them, nor forsake them. So we thank you, we bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So uh, just a quick recap uh, of 2020. Right at the beginning of uh, 2020, uh, in January 2nd, uh, my district, uh, they were assigned uh, to uh, host the prayer altar, the early morning prayer altar. Uh, and the Lord just gave me Psalm 34. Uh, and um, that morning when I preached on uh, the fear of the Lord from Psalm 34, uh, this song, Let Us Exalt his name together forever became like an anthem uh, in the month of January. So every prayer altar that was hosted by different individuals, uh, they were singing this song. Uh, and at the end of this sermon, we will be singing this very song again. Then in February, uh, even before COVID-19 hit our shores, uh, I was preaching uh, this sermon entitled, don't be afraid, fear God instead. And right on the screen, you can see some key verses from that sermon. And I would just like to read uh, these verses to you. So 2020 in review. So one of the verses which the Lord gave me is from Exodus 2020. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. The fear of God casts out every other fear. 1 John 4 verse 18. And the last verse which I want to highlight to you uh, even today is from Psalm 34 verse 9. Fear the Lord, you His holy people, for those who fear Him lack nothing. So for those of us who are in the faith, we really should just fear the Lord because the fear of God casts out every other fear. So the next slide, you will see that truly for many, fear and anxiety continues. So in this slide, you will see a picture of the virus. So this is something which we have been seeing very frequently even in 2020. So are we gripped by fear? So how do we as Christians and, and believers in Christ, uh, how do we react and respond to all these things which are happening around us? 
So for me personally, for 2020, I choose to count my blessings. So as you can see on the screen, uh, from the family front, I became a father-in-law on 11th of November 2020. So you can see a picture of my beautiful daughter-in-law, June. Yeah, so uh, I am truly blessed uh, and uh, she has already started calling me dad, you know, so I have another daughter now. Okay, then my second son got a new job uh, in an Australian company based in Malaysia. And my daughter, who's studying in Sunway Monash, uh, she's doing well in her studies too. So there is so much to thank the Lord for, even in 2020. Then in the next slide, you will see that from the... Uh, from the ministry and from the work front, uh, I was made the pastor in charge of the COVID-19 fund. Uh, then even through the MCO period, over 18 sessions, wow, 18 sessions. I couldn't believe that I lasted 18 sessions. I did journey through the Psalms with my district uh, and they were thoroughly blessed by uh, the exposition from the book of Psalms then this is truly a miracle from God. Uh, as you know, during the MCO period, the bless shops were closed, but somehow uh, somebody from a, a renowned brand called us up and gave us 70,000 branded clothes with minor defects. So the sale is still on, so uh, make your way to the bless shop it is only going for RM20 ringgit per item and you can get very good branded items. Then I also took over the Registrar of Marriage uh, from Pastor Chiwai. Uh, the application is pending approval. So as you can see from the family and even from the ministry and work front, I am thoroughly blessed. So although 2020 has been difficult for many, but I choose to count my blessings. So even as I count my blessings, am I free from uh, depression? Am I free from worry? Am I free from all this trouble? Definitely not. But what I have done is I have not let fear take the better of me. I have not let fear grip me, but instead, I turn my fear into faith and bless the Lord and give thanks for Him for 2020. So is there like a guide for us? Uh, is there something that we can refer to in the Bible that will help us and guide us even to turn our fear into faith? Definitely there is. So for today, Let's turn our fear into faith by considering Psalm 46. So let's join me even as you see on your screen uh, the first three verses of Psalm 46. Join me and read it aloud. So let's begin. One, two, three. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. So even as we have read these first three verses of Psalm 46, 
the first point to note in turning fear into faith is remember the presence of God. So in the next slide that you see on screen, remember the presence of God. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. So He is an ever-present help. He is not a past help. He is not a future help. But He is an ever-present help. So the secret to turning fear into faith is the consciousness of the nearness of God. God's help is ever-present, meaning here, near, close to, next to, depicting God's omnipresence. So in the Old Testament, God manifested His presence as a pillar of cloud by day, uh, giving shelter and shade from the blistering sun. And at night, He was a pillar of fire by night, providing light and warmth. So that was in the Old Testament where they needed to see with their eyes the presence of God. Then another way that they see and know the presence of God is when they see the Ark of the Covenant. As you can see in the next slide, God's presence was also marked by the Ark of Covenant and where the Ark is, the Israelites can see and they know that the presence of God is with them. So what about us modern-day Christians in the New Testament era? So how do we know that God's presence is near? So in the New Covenant, God has gifted us even a far better gift. He has given us His Holy Spirit. And truly, even as Christmas is around the corner, He is called Emmanuel, God who is with us. And in Matthew 1 verse 23, we read, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Isaiah 9 verse 6, For to us a, son is, a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So dear brothers and sisters in Christ, dear friends, we need to know God is near because His presence brings us peace. He is, after all, our Prince of Peace. His name is Emmanuel for a good reason, to remind us that God is with us and He is with us forever as our everlasting Father and our mighty God. Amen? So, one of the first gifts that God gives us, the very moment that we become a Christian, is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit indwells within us. And this is an era where God does not want us to believe Him by seeing and knowing Him that He is near by sight. Because in the New Testament, 
we are to move by faith and not by sight. And this is what Pastor Wayan said last week when he preached that the greatest input from God to us is the gift of His Holy Spirit. Amen? So we may be questioning God, why can't we see you? Why can't we be like the Old Testament believers that when we see, then we will know and believe that you are God? Then where is our faith? So we are to walk by faith and not by sight. The world says seeing is believing. But for us as Christians, when we believe, then we will see. So that is faith for you, my friends. So even uh, today when I share this message, I want faith to arise in you because without faith, it is impossible for us to see God. So, and God says that never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Amen. So, uh, moving on, uh, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. So, God's presence is strong and it gives us strength. God's presence is our refuge. And in Psalm 91 verse 4, it says, He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. So I remember when I was doing journey through the Psalms, uh, when I did Psalm 91, uh, it was like a record attendance uh, for the Zoom se se uh, session. So it looks like Psalm 91 has been a very uh, dear Psalm to many people, uh, even in the year 2020. So my dear friends, God is bigger than any of our problems and stronger than all our opponents. So moving along to verse 2, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, so in this verse 2, God is reminding us here that there is nothing and there is no one who can separate us from His presence. Amen. In Romans 8 verse 38 to 39, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And in Isaiah 41 verse 10, the Lord says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And in Joshua 1 verse 9, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. 
we need to remind ourselves time and time again that God is here. God is with us always. He's Emmanuel, God with us. So the first step to turning fear into faith is to remember the presence of God. And the second step is remember the power of God. And let's read further in Psalm 46, uh, reading from verse 4 to 7. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So God is not only with us. He is stronger than anything that comes our way. In the midst of chaos, Jesus is to come. So when God lifts his voice, the earth melts. So this is a reminder that there is no political situation in this world where God does not reign over, be it in the US, be it in Malaysia, every country, every city, Christ is king, amen? So this is the power of God that we must remember. And in verse 7, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So in verse 7, we read that El Eyon, the Lord Almighty, the Lord of hosts, the God Most High is with us and He is our fortress. So when we meditate on God's name, it feeds our faith on who He is, His goodness, His abilities, His character, and His power. So verse 4 talks about a future city, the new Jerusalem. And until that day, we must live our life with faith and not in fear remembering the words of Jesus in Matthew 10, verse 28, which you can see on your screen. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. In 1934, there were these two U.S. missionaries John and Betty Stem, and when they were led to their execution chamber to be executed, fellow prisoners were calling out to them, where are you going? Where are they taking you? And this was what John and Betty Stem replied, I do not know where they are leading us, but one thing I do know, I do know that today I'm going to meet my Father in heaven and He is going to welcome me with open arms. So dear friends, even as we uh, study, even, even as we consider this testimony of John and Betty Stem, 
who were martyred even in China, they had no fear even of death. So even for us Christians, when we come before the Lord, sometimes we are like the disciples who were on the boat and when a storm came, uh, they were crying out to Jesus in Mark's account, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? So don't we say the same thing to our Lord many a times? Lord, don't you care? I'm suffering now in 2020. Lord, don't you care? I've lost my job. Lord, where are you? And what did the Lord say to those disciples? Firstly, he calmed the storm. Peace, be still. Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? So today, even as you listen to this very sermon, may the Lord speak to you, speak to your heart. Peace, be still. Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith. So may faith arise in you and may we continue to look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, that even when the storms of life hit us again and again, we can truly smile at the storm. So there is a direct correlation between fearing the world and our lack of faith in God. Because when we are fearful in and of the world, we are responding just like the rest of the world who do not know the power and the authority of Almighty God. So to know God is to fear Him. And that is the only proper fear for each one of us to have. So Paul has this to say in Romans 1 verse 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentiles. And in Matthew 28 verse 18, and Jesus coming up spoke to them saying, all power has been given me in heaven and upon earth. And in Philippians 2 verse 9, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father." So in turning fear into faith, let's recap. Number one, remember the presence of God. Number two, remember the power of God. And last but not least, remember the providence of God. Let's read the last three verses of Psalm 46, uh, from reading from verse 8. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations He had brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. 
He burns the shoes with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So amidst the chaos and the wars that we read uh, in the preceding verses, at one word of the Lord, they cease or stop. The Lord is sovereign over all, including the COVID-19 pandemic. Do you believe that even at one word from the Lord, that the COVID-19 pandemic will cease and can cease? Do you believe that? So we have an almighty God, and as a people of faith, we need to take a step back to know that there is a sovereign God. But there is also a mystery in God's sovereignty. And why is that so? For example, a child may ask, why can't I eat chocolate and ice cream uh, for dinner, for lunch, for breakfast, for supper? Because the child uh, do not fully grasp the logic of eating all this and he will fall sick when he does that. So even for us, sometimes we do not grasp and know what is happening in the world because there is an intellectual gap. Because if we know everything, then we don't need God. We are the God. So what did God say to us even amidst the chaos, amidst the confusion, amidst the pandemic? What is God saying to us? God is saying to you and to me, be still and know that I am God. So dear brothers and sisters, I really do not know what you are going through uh, even in this uh, period of time, in the season of your life. Whatever that you're going through right now, the Lord is saying to you, be still and know that I am God. So amidst whatever that you're going through right now, realize and reflect on who our God is. He's Emmanuel, our God with us. Remember His presence. And number two, His powerful to deliver us. Remember His power. And number three, He's sovereign and He will provide for your every need. Remember His providence. And even as I bring this to a close, I would want to revisit verse 4 of Psalm 46. And verse 4 reads, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. So this is truly our eternal future. And it is truly an amazing picture of triumph for those who are in Christ. And in Revelations 21 verse 22, uh, incidentally, next year, Pastor Chu will be uh, doing the book of Revelation. Uh, and in fact, 
he has finished all his lessons already and he is really uh, can't wait for the moment where he shares with all of us from Revelation. So for now, let me read to you from Revelation chapter 21. I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb it is Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. So my dear friends, is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? Will you join me even in that city, in the future where we will spend eternity with our Lord. And in closing, I'm reminded of a three-point, very old sermon. It dates back to the 18th century, and this is by Jonathan Edwards, who is a revivalist and an evangelist. So, he reminded me, and even as I was preparing this sermon, I was reminded of this three-point sermon of Jonathan Edwards. And this is for the believer, and this is for the Christian. Number one, all things, whether good or bad, will work out for the good of those who, are, who love God and to those who are called according to His purpose. So you can read this in Romans 8.28 and we know that all things, whether good or bad, work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. So there's point number one. The second point, your good things will never ever be taken away from you. So what are the good things that we as believers have? Number one, your justification by faith. It will not be taken away from you. Your salvation, your adoption as a child of God. He is our Father and we are joined heirs with Christ and we have the Holy Spirit. So all these good things as a believer, will never be taken away from us. And last but not least, for the believer, the best is yet to come. Hallelujah. And the worst thing for us is, even if we die, it is just a change of address because we will be ushered into glory. So knowing all these three things, what is there to fear? forest believers. So, even as I bring this to a close in summary, 
in turning fear into faith. Number one, remember the presence of God. Number two, remember the power of God. And number three, remember the providence of God. Dear friends, God knows our fears and our worries. He loves you. He cares for you. He knows our hearts are aching within us. And the Bible says that in the last days, men will die from fear and our heart will fail us. But we want to put our faith in Him. So would you like to put your faith in Him? So even as we bring this to a close, let us close our eyes and bow our heads even wherever you are watching online. Let's spend a moment of silence before the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that even as we celebrate Christmas in a few days' time, Lord, we thank you that truly you are Emmanuel, God with us. And I pray, Lord, that even for the rest of 2020, and even as we usher in 2021, I pray, Lord, that truly the fear of the Lord will drive out every other fear. That truly, O Lord, faith will arise in us and we will turn our fears into faith. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord turn His face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His countenance towards each one of us and grant us His shalom peace. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So thank you once again for joining us. I'll see you even on Christmas morning. Amen. <laughs>